What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my lovely voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy like myself, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits. Y'all get it. Today's episode is going to be entitled, How to Get a Narcissist to leave you alone for good mm, sorry y'all one of the main questions that i get on my platform consistently across all my platforms consistently over two million two and a half million people now thank y'all so much for the support is how to get a narcissist to leave you alone it is crazy y'all the me personally what got me to leave? First of all, I'm not super, super obsessive like that. I'm not the person that'll stalk you, go crazy and do things like that. Have, have I done that in my younger days? Have I drove by people's house and things like that? Yeah, I've done that in my younger days. I think when I was like, how old? I'm 37 years old now. And I think I did that when I was like 18 or 19 years old. So half my lifetime ago, I did something like that. And what got me to leave that person alone was the fact that I knew that I couldn't get them back. All access has been had been cut off. They had moved on to somebody else. There was no con. They went no contact with me. This is before the narcissist stuff. This is like literally they had moved on. No, with no contact with me, did all kinds of crazy. I mean, it was literally just set boundaries and just said no. Consistent boundaries, consistently saying no, consistently. Look, y'all, call the police if you have to. Literally. If you feel like your life is in danger and you feel like you're being threatened consistently, you might need to call the police and you need to consistently call the police. Don't just call them one time as a threat. If you call the police and you need to follow through, you, but you, it's, the crazy thing about it is you have to be careful calling the police sometimes. I'm not saying don't call the police, but calling the police could add, could make somebody explode. It could be the final straw. It could be the um, the ignition for the dynamite and whatnot. So you have to be very careful calling the police, but sometimes that's what you have to do, y'all. That's what you have to do. Some people don't care if you call the police. Some people think they own you. They think they they think you belong to them, and they don't give a damn. Some people do not give a damn if you call the police or not. Some people do not give a damn. They don't give a goddamn whether or not you call the police. They'll still pop up at your house. They'll still pop up at your job. They don't think that you. They don't think you have the strength to leave them alone. They think that you. They you belong to them, and they'll keep popping up on you. Sometimes you have to get their asses locked up. Sometimes they have to know that the, the act, the door is closed. There's no, the door is closed. The window, the, the, the access to you is locked up. If the access to you is a house, matter of fact, let's talk about the, uh, what, what's the name of it? Um, the three little pigs, you know, the three little pigs, uh, there's a, the ones had a, the house built of, uh, wood. And then the other one had a house built of sand. And then the last little pig, last little piggy had a house and the wolf couldn't blow it down. Huff and puff and blew the house down. The wolf is the, nar- the narcissist is the wolf in this thing right here. The wolf should not be able, the narcissistic wolf should not be able to blow your three little piggy ass house down. They should not be able to blow your house down. Huff and puff and blow your house. They should not be able to blow your house down. No contact. Windows locked. Not your friends and family know that no, they, they can't reach out to your friends and family. They can't. Now your friends and family are on, are on your side or they are also being cut off or being distanced. You might be distancing yourself from them as well. They should not be able to huff and puff and blow your house down. If they can't blow your house down, they shouldn't be able to walk in the front door or the back door or the sliding glass door or the damn windows. They should be completely cut off. You know, you should be completely cut them off and go no contact and be safe as hell. 
What if you have kids together? As little contact as possible, y'all. Use the BIF method, B-I-F-F. Use that BIF method when trying to co-parent with a narcissist because that you brief, informative, firm, and friendly with communication. I'm going to do a longer video today on that on my YouTube channel. If y'all follow the YouTube channel, the BIF method will be on my YouTube channel. So, but you have, you, y'all, you have to be the one to stay in power. Stay in power. This is your life. They have to know. And sometimes, some, y'all, sometimes if you break no contact, if y'all have nothing left, if you have nothing in con, if you have nothing with them, no businesses, no cars, no kids, no nothing, and you continuously talk to them, they think that they can huff and puff and blow your damn house down. Don't let them huff and puff. Look, literally, there, if there's no point in talking to them, y'all, don't talk to them. I know it's tough. I know it's easier said than done. Lead the trauma bond. Yeah, I know the damn trauma bond exists. I understand that. But sooner or later, you have to be able to break the trauma bond or you'll be you're going to waste your whole goddamn life dealing with a toxic ass bastard that's going to ruin your whole damn existence. You get one life to live and don't waste it dealing with this person. The number one regret of dying people is I wish I had the life, I wish I had the strength and courage to live the life that I wanted to live, not the life the others expected of me. Go read that book, Top Five Regrets of the Dying by Bronnie Ware. It'll tell you that exactly right there. I wish I had the strength to live a life that I wanted to live and not the life that others expected of me. Others expected of me, meaning that narcissistic, toxic ass bastard that's been wasting your whole, your, wasting all this goddamn time. They expect you to live the life that they want you to live. Your friends might expect you to be with this person. Your parents might expect you to be with this person. Everybody around you might expect you to be with this person, but they're treating you horribly. So you don't have, you need to have the courage and the strength to not want to live the life that you want to live. Not that they want you to live. Everybody wants us to be together. Our families have been, our, we, we were the two that united our families and blah, 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 boo, 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 beep, beep, beep. No, no. You have to have the strength to live the life that you want to live, not the life that others expected of you. Because if you talk to them, if you text them back, if you have a moment of weakness and respond to a text message, if you want close, if you need closure from them, they're not going to leave you alone. You need to have boundaries and stick to those damn boundaries. They want to, the narcissistic person wants to exhaust you or scare you into talking to them. They want to make you feel like, they want to make you feel like that is, it'll be better for you to talk to me than not talk to me. It'll be easier for your life, for you to be with me than for you to not be with me. I don't care how I'm treating you. It will be easier on you if you just stay with me and follow my boundaries. Throw your, take your boundaries, throw them out the damn window on the highway going 100. Take your boundaries, put them in a little plastic bag. You're you about, you about to litter you're going to litter with your boundaries. You're going to take your boundaries, put them in a the little plastic bag, and throw them, throw the damn things out the window on the highway going 100. Come on, y'all. You have to keep those boundaries in place. To get them to leave you alone, you have to be consistent, you have to be strong, and you have to be you. You have to understand that you don't need this person. That narcissistic person, they want you to need them. They want to remain. They want to have access to your life. There's so many people. Y'all still do my one on ones over Zoom. If you're interested in that, there's so many people that have been dealing with narcissists and toxic people that have gotten out, gotten free and then went back and had a baby with them. And then you get locked up. Then you get locked up with this person forever. It's like a jail sentence. Now you have a jail sentence. You have a baby with them. You go back and buy a house with them. And then you realize they haven't changed. 
And then you sad as hell for the rest of your life. Yeah, you love your baby, but I'd be damned. That's what so many people say. Uh, look, I'm, I'm just so happy I got my baby from this. My, my child, I love my child to death. You know, one good thing came of this is my child. I talked to so many people, y'all. But so many people are afraid to admit this. You might love your child that you have with this narcissistic person, this toxic ass person that's treating you horribly, that's still making your life a living hell. You might love that baby, babies, plural. But I think deep down you would rather have them with somebody else. This is not the only person with. This is not the only fertile person in the planet. This is not the only person that can get pregnant or they can get you pregnant. You see what I'm saying? Some people. I've heard. I had some people admit that he's like, I love my babies to death. Ooh, I love them. But damn, I hate that goddamn mama. <laughs> damn, their daddy is toxic as hell. You see what I'm saying? I, I could have had these same babies. I could have had these babies by somebody else. Some people are not afraid. Some people are afraid to admit that. You love your babies, y'all. Cut off access. You have to exhaust them. They want to exhaust you. You have to exhaust them into giving up and understanding that there is no more us. This is over between us. There is no coming back for this relationship. We are done. You. It's on you to make them remember that. It's on you to make them understand that dynamic right there. It's on you, y'all. It is absolutely 100% with no equivocation on you. Empower yourself. Be as strong as possible because you have, you, know, you have, you can have a support system, of course. Find a support system. How to get a narcissist to leave you alone? Find a support system that will, be, that has your back. You see what I'm saying? But your support system, it's just like any, it's just like the supports on a, a on a stilt house. Sooner or later, they're going to give out and they're going to need to be reinforced because if you keep going back, if you keep allowing them to blow your house down, your stilt house, they're, your support system might leave you alone. And then you could be like, my support system abandoned me. Now, y'all, your support system, your friends and family, they get to choose. They, y'all, they get to choose themselves too. They don't have to be. They, look, they get to, they can be around you by choice and they can love you. But sometimes they can love themselves more and decide to leave you be because you keep going back and you keep dragging them into this toxicity as well. You see what I'm saying? People get to choose for themselves. You know what I mean? Your support system can support you as long as possible, but like sometimes they give in. So having a good support system can make a narcissist leave you alone. Like if you live with your family and friends and they're scared. I had one woman that dealt with a narcissist for as long as time and like they live together. So when she finally got the strength to move out, she moved back in with her parents. He can't, he, he's scared to pop up over there. Fear. He's scared. He's exhausted. So guess what he did? The little crazy bastard pop up at her job. You know what I mean? He hid behind some cars and popped up at her job. And this, is, uh, it, this is in Australia. They Sometimes they will refuse to give up, y'all. They think that they own you and belong to you. And they want to exhaust you. We belong here. And I love you so much. Please, baby, come back. Please, please, please. They'll do everything but treat you better. They'll beg and plead and cry and fart and everything. You know what I mean? Drew. But they refuse to change their behavior. They think you should tolerate how they treated you. You know what I mean? But anyways, y'all, thank y'all for tuning into another episode. I'm sitting in the car last day at the, the beach going home. I'm out here in, in the, uh, what am I, Atlantic Beach, Pano Shores, North Carolina, Cataract, Carteret County. That's my wife's room. Um, anyways, y'all, like and subscribe for more. If you haven't already, copy you a self-love journal. Self, I, I love me, the self-love journal by Lee Hammock. If you already got the journal, give me a good review on, on uh, Amazon. I appreciate every single one of y'all. I'm super thankful for y'all. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, as always, Mental Hillness is out. Peace.